Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 84 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, how to disconnect from shopkeeping while on vacation. Yes, I said vacation. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode is to share some things I did on my own recent vacation, some of the things that I did that helped me disconnect from my store. This episode is going to be short and sweet, but I say that and then I think, "Mm, no, it still might be 20 minutes. And I think it's going to be short and sweet because I didn't get to record this episode before I left for vacation and time is of the essence because I need to get this episode to my team. Luckily, they already know I'm a little bit behind on this, but we'll see how quickly I go with this. So full disclosure, because I'm getting ready for the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat, And part of that involves me teaching four of the sessions, actually all of the main sessions during the retreat. And one of the sessions includes writing the book that I mentioned on the last episode. I have to admit that my recent vacation was not completely work-free. I did spend my mornings while the boys were sleeping, working on my laptop, but I would say it was probably 99% store-free. So most of you know I still run a store. I still have a home decor boutique that I co-own with my sister in Ohio. And I have Savvy Shopkeeper. Plus I have a family. So I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned, because some of the master shopkeepers, they, they saw me engaging in, in that group a little bit and talking about the book. And I want to be completely transparent. So. I want to really kind of focus on the things that I did in order to help me be really store-free, disconnected from my store while I was on vacation. We've had some conversations in Master Shopkeepers about how hard it can be for us to truly disconnect while on vacation. But I want to stress that we as business owners, we deserve vacations. Like we deserve to truly disconnect. I sometimes think we all need to go to a remote island without any Wi-Fi in order to accomplish this. And I'm sure some of you are shaking your heads and laughing like, yeah, like, Kathy, it won't happen. I can't completely disconnect. But honestly, though, there are some things that we can do and some things that we can train ourselves to do, because it's not easy, to improve the quality of our vacations. And if you're wondering what is a vacation, maybe you've had your business for eight years and you haven't taken a vacation. I've heard that. I want to make sure that I talk about this as much as possible because I am seeing Master Shopkeepers members allowing themselves and gifting themselves the ability to take time off and completely separate themselves temporarily, of course, from their businesses. And I think it's so important for our minds, our body, our souls, all of it. Now, I also understand that some of us just enjoy working. And it doesn't bother us to do some work while we're on vacation. So I want to acknowledge that. 
But if you ever tell yourself, if you if you say like, oh, I don't mind working, but if you're if you're ever on vacation, if you're ever away from the store and you tell yourself in the back of your head, you have those thoughts of, gosh, I just wish I could disconnect or gosh, I wish I didn't have to answer all of these people or feel obligated to answer this PM or DM or email message. This episode is for you. This episode is for the people, for the shopkeepers who say that to themselves and just want to learn some of the things that they can do to help them disconnect. Shopkeepers across the country are expanding and opening up new locations by partnering with Honeycomb. Forward-thinking entrepreneurs like you that created your business for your consumers are unlocking much-needed funding by allowing your community and superfans to invest directly into your growth. To learn more about how Community Capital can help you open your next location while embracing your ability to market your brand and increase consumer engagement, visit honeycombcredit.com brand. That's honeycombcredit.com slash brand. So the first one is I set up some tech boundaries, boundaries around technology. And a lot of this was around my phone. So my last day at the store, I deleted the Facebook business app, whatever that's called now. Was it Creator Studio? I don't know. <laughs> it changes all the time, right? But I deleted the Facebook business app. I deleted our phone app. We use open phone, both my sister and I. I deleted the app from my phone. So none of the phone calls would come into my phone. I deleted our web chat app. We use Podium for chatting on our website. I pretty much deleted anything that would make me feel like I needed to respond immediately or that would cause that urge. Yes, of course, we want to make sure our customers are taken care of and their questions are being answered. But you'll see on the on point number three that I'm going to make during this podcast episode, hopefully you have some systems in place so that people are available to answer those questions. It just doesn't have to be us while we're on vacation. You know, the earth won't crumble and our stores won't shut down if we let this part of our business go for three days, for five days, for a week. Of course, we need to have a backup or a system in place, but I just want to make sure I mention that I deleted all of those apps. And if you listen to episode 49, it's titled Get Unaddicted to Your Phone, I shared some other tips about setting boundaries for ourselves on our cell phones. So I actually don't honestly get a ton of daily notifications on my phone. I turned a lot of that off, including email notifications. I do get some, but not nearly as many as I used to. And part of this was me setting the boundaries with my own phone. Now, did deleting those apps, the phone app, the Facebook app, the web chat app, did deleting those cause me anxiety? Yes, a little bit. Initially it did, but I have to be honest, it was so nice not getting some of the extra notifications. And I think what would have caused me more anxiety was seeing the notifications come through and feeling the urge to reply to every single message, because this is actually a part of the business that I handle. I handle all of that communication on a regular basis, not my sister. So I've had to train myself to just say, it's okay that I let it go. Number two is I set up systems boundaries. So here are a couple of things that I did that I think you can do as well. 
So setting up a, a vacation email autoresponder message. That's something that you can do. So if something comes into your inbox, they automatically receive a message that says, I'm on vacation or whatever it is that you want to say. I think mine said something to the effect of, I'm out of the store until X date. If you need immediate assistance, please call the store. Of course, I provided our phone number. And then said something like, otherwise, I'll respond to you as soon as I get back. Thanks and have a great day. Really simple. But it conveys to them, if they don't hear from me within 24, 48 hours like normally they would have, they understand why. And if they need to speak to someone, there's a phone number provided to them, they could call the store and speak with my sister. So the other system's boundary that I set was handing off social media to my sister. I actually specifically said, it is all yours. Have fun with it. Do what you want with it. And I had to be honest with myself. I had to tell myself, listen, if she doesn't post at all, it's going to be okay. And if she posts every day, it's going to be okay. My sister isn't a big fan of handling social media, but I know she understands I want a break. And our customers are actually sometimes amused when she takes over because she does a really nice job of making fun of herself in the posts. And they love to hear from Karen. She does the best she can. And I do the best I can and it all works out. Again, the store isn't going to go out of business after a week of me not posting and or Karen posting, right? Heck, even if you as a business owner chose not to post at all for a week, I promise your store would survive this. If this isn't your cup of tea, if not, you know, the the fear around not posting at all for a week or worrying about what it would happen to the algorithm, honestly, sometimes I don't care. I just have to let it go. But if all of that makes you really uncomfortable or if you're able to, then by all means, go ahead and schedule one to two weeks worth of posts and make sure they auto post so you don't have to manually post them. Just set them up, walk away and let it go. And then maybe have a team member, it could be a part-time employee, a virtual assistant, maybe have someone prepared to handle the engagement so you don't have to. You can schedule it, the captions are yours, it's your voice, but maybe you can have someone just prepared to answer some of the questions that might come up. And then the third thing I did around systems and setting up a boundary was blocking off my calendar and my appointment booking software. Now, I understand that not every retailer will have this kind of system set up. I use Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. And that's a tool that I use for clients to book calls or when we used to do custom services, that's where our customers would book their appointments to drop off their furniture. I can think of a few other retailers who offer service services in their retail stores who might use a calendar scheduling tool. And if you do, you can actually, what's nice is you can actually go in there and block off a whole week, two weeks, so that no one can book an appointment with you. And that's exactly what I did. Now, this did mostly apply to my savvy shopkeeper business and not the store, but I wanna make sure I mention it because I know some of you have a tool that you use like this, and I wanna remind you that you can go in there and block off the time so no one can book an appointment or a phone call or whatever it is with you. I'm so excited to announce that Tundra is the official signature sponsor of the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat. Tundra is an online wholesale marketplace for retailers and suppliers. What I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups. 
As a result, Tundra empowers us, both buyers and suppliers, to keep reinvesting in ourselves. As a store owner myself, I appreciate that ordering from Tundra keeps my store fresh with new, novel, and seasonal products. And if you didn't know, Tundra also offers a pro membership, so you save even more with free shipping site-wide. Ordering on Tundra saves us, retailers, time. We have one wholesale account to access thousands of brands and more than 1 million products. I'd like to give a special thank you to Tundra for sponsoring the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat, an educational experience retailers won't forget in 2021. To learn more about Tundra, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. That's T like Tom, U-N-D-R-A. And to learn more about the upcoming retreat, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. And then the third thing is setting up human boundaries. And for me, or for many of you, it's going to mean asking for help. Get the help you need so that you can walk away. Now, some of you might say that I have an unfair advantage because my sister is my business partner. But I honestly know that if I didn't have a sister as a business partner, I would have someone else in place. I would either have a store manager or a part-time manager, or I would have groomed someone into this position by now to have them handle these sorts of tasks. Now, if you have you're only your first employee and they're new and you're not quite there yet, I understand. You can set up a system to train them to get them to this point. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel if you want to take vacation. I personally, I have to do this for my sanity, for my peace of mind. I've had to ask for help. So again, if you don't have a business partner, if you don't have a manager, start to find this person and do what you need to do so that you can pass on the responsibilities to someone on your team. Number four is plan and prepare. It's actually, I would say it's the last one on my list, but it's not. It's not the least important either. We have to plan and prepare. And I don't mean doing, doing this for like the day or two before vacation. It won't all get done. When we actually sit back and think about everything that we do for our businesses, when I say planning and preparing, I mean two weeks in advance at least. You want to engage the adult brain here. Now, do I often want to be the carefree teenager I once was? Yes, for sure, I do. I would love to just do nothing to prepare. I would love to just be able to hop on a plane or get into a car and take a long road trip and not do anything to get myself in a position where I can disconnect on vacation. No cares, no worries. Wouldn't that be nice? But if I'm honest with myself, this does mean, you know, a good probably two weeks of preparation to clean off my plate, to make sure that everything's off of it again so that I can disconnect. I can't stress enough the planning and preparing part. And then the last tip that I want to share is one more thing that's important is post-vacation planning. I have learned personally, you think about your personality, this isn't going to be for everyone, but I have learned that I need at least one full day, and this is going to sound so ridiculous, but one full day to recover from vacation. I, as an introvert, I need some rest. I need some alone time. I need to do laundry because that makes me feel better. just have all of the laundry done and kind of get our house back together again. 
So we've learned, or my husband's learned, because he plans, he's the one that usually plans the vacations. We've learned to give me that one day in between vacation and going back to work. It's a gift to myself. It genuinely helps. It puts me in a really good position for the rest of the week or, you know, going back to work. And that's actually today is my day to catch up. I guess it's not a completely work-free day, but I've done four loads of laundry. I've put things away, put away, you know, luggage, put things back in place, all of the things that you do, caught up on some emails, did dishes, all that great stuff. Because we, you know, we have to, we have to do so much of it. And I can't think that it's just going to miraculously happen when I get back from vacation or someone's going to do it for me. Again, think about your post-vacation and what you can do to help set up a really good solid foundation for going back to work. I could probably discuss a few other things that I did as the owner of Savvy Shopkeeper because running an online service-based business, it's a different beast from running a retail store. But because this is a retail podcast, I want to make sure I talked about what I did as a store owner so that all of you could relate. Aside from the retreat work I did on this vacation, I am confident that this would have been my most successful vacation yet in terms of it being work-free. So again, I did a lot of retreat work, but take that out of the equation, and I am pretty sure that instead of working on the store, I probably would have read a book instead, watched some Netflix, maybe watched a movie, spent some extra time outdoors. Although I did spend a ton of time outdoors, I maybe would have indulged in a fiction book. That doesn't always happen. I know that I chose this entrepreneurial path and I love it. If you can't tell from this podcast and every time I talk about it, having worked 20 years in a former career, I love being my own boss. But I've learned that the best way for me to truly be able to enjoy our vacations is to plan, prepare, and set those boundaries. I am my own boss. And that means I am the boss of my vacation time too. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 84. I truly hope that listening to this podcast will give you the ability to think it is possible as an entrepreneur, as a retailer, whether you own a brick and mortar store or whether you own an online business. I really hope it inspires you to feel like you can disconnect from work. You can disconnect from your business, even if you do it gradually like I've done. Maybe the first time around you disconnect 50%. The second time around you disconnect 80%. And hopefully at some point you're able to disconnect completely. And if you're still at the point where you're still shaking your head at me saying, Kathy, I don't even know what vacation is. I hope this inspires you to take a vacation, even if it means a mini vacation. If you find this podcast helpful, please share it or take the time to leave a rating and review. It means so much to me. I genuinely appreciate every single review I receive. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.